You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast, the podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rosho, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world in the podcast where you become the hero. My next guest is none other than Elliot Holtz. Elliot has been inspiring millions of people to become their strongest selves through his YouTube channel. He's an internationally renowned strength and conditioning coach, strongman, author, social media celebrity, mentor, holistic life coach. But the reason why I'm so excited to sit down and talk to him is because he was a huge inspiration and influence in my personal development journey. Let's welcome Elliot to the show. We're here with uh, Elliot Hulse, and I'm super excited to sit down and talk to him and ask him a bunch of questions about his um, awesome journey, about his influence, um, you know, get a bit in touch with uh, the people that influence you, especially. I am a bit nervous, to be honest, because one of the videos that impacted me the most was your like one million subscribers videos. That, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that hit me deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Elliot, tell us a bit about your, uh, your uncle. And um, tell us a bit about, you know, when he, uh, you remember the first time you saw him doing martial arts? Well, I can't tell you the first time I saw him, but I knew his energy in my, in my life, his presence, because he was very young and he lived with us. So he was there from the time I was an infant mm-hmm. and uh, he's a very vibrant energy. And so uh, as a infant, he would do things like pick me up and put me on top of the television and tell me, you're on, you're on TV. Look, you're on TV. And so, you know, he was in, like what an uncle would do, you know, kind of like bad things like that. And he was also super cool because he was strong and athletic. He used to do backflips and stuff and chop bricks with his hands. And uh, so it was like, Elroy was a superhero to me. And it was, it was fascinating that uh, I thought I was a young, I was a child at that time and I was imitating him. You know, he, he, was, he would teach us push-ups and pull-ups and, you know, exercise with me and my brothers in the basement when my parents moved to a house. And then when I turned 14 years old and I was playing football, uh, he was there to teach me how to start weightlifting mm-hmm. uh, in order for me to really carve a path for myself in my life, it seems. Is he still training? Is he like still active and um, mm-hmm. all that stuff? Yes, he is. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I know you started playing football, right? And uh, you were actually very good at it, but you, you were stopped by um, this injury that you had, right? Football injuries? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, there were lots of injuries in my life. I don't think None of the really bad ones came during football. Football didn't injure me too bad at all. Uh, I did have turf toe at my most critical uh, season, which uh, slowed me down as a running back that I was hoping to be, but God had different plans. So that was about it. And that was the, towards the tail end of my career. I, I beat my body to bits in football, but I never had any really bad injuries. 
Awesome, awesome. So you decided to go, how, how, actually, how did you decide to open um, a fitness uh, studio or how, how did, how was Strength Camp born? Well, because when my uncle put that barbell in my hand for the first time, I knew exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it was football, and then there was uh, my studies, and then I was a personal trainer, and uh, I married and started having a family and moved down to Florida and was a personal trainer and then went from personal trainer to training people in the parks, from training people in the parks into a warehouse. And in the warehouse, I started making YouTube videos, and it escalated to where we are right now. Mm. And with Strength Camp, I started, uh, I was training people uh, out of the back of my van in the parks with trash. Yeah. And so I called, you know, I called it Strength Camp. That's how that started. Got it. Got it. So what's the difference between then and uh, right now? Who was Elliot back then when you, when you started like posting videos on YouTube and um, people started to get to know your message? What's, who were you back then? I was a young father of four children and uh, a warrior out in the world doing what I had to do to provide for them. Mm -hmm. Father, warrior father. That's what I am, but I was maybe more of a war, more of a hero father back then because, you know, my perspective was limited. So wisdom comes with experience. Mm -hmm. And so I've seasoned over the years, which turns a hero into a warrior. <laughs> so that's the difference. There was hero father, and there's warrior father. And I would liken myself into a warrior father. I love that. I love that. And I know that a lot of kids um, starting out their journeys in life, you know, they, they look up to you and um, they watch your videos for, for inspiration, myself included. I would, you know, when, when I started teaching martial arts, I, would list, I was listening to all these motivational videos. And um, of course, you bump into one of uh, your uh, speeches, right? And you, you kind of grow with that, with, with the message, you know, it, you're inspiring a lot of people to do that. And you're probably hearing this all the time, like, Elliot, my God, you saved my life. Or, Elliot, oh my God, you uh, changed everything, right? How do you see things right now? How, how do you see yourself today as a warrior? Well, I don't identify with the guy that's in the videos that inspired you five years ago. Definitely. Mm. Right. That, that's one thing. I watch those videos and that's like watching somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not me now. Uh, yeah, definitely. Right. So having that, creating that distance from the image Mm -hmm. was healing for me in a way because I get to experience other parts of who I am. And so, you know, of course, I'm good looking, strong, aggressive, great speaker with wisdom to share, you know, at a young age. But uh, I wanted to do this real well. And there are some places off screen that I needed to work in order to really deliver my consciousness to this planet. What was the first area that you started with? First video? No, no. When you say that there were some places um, off screen that you you had to work with, when did you start? Well, in in what we know about male initiation, 
there are phases that men move from one into the next where literally an ego deconstruction and reconstruction is required for resourceful navigation. And so this would happen uh, around teenage, you know, when you're becoming a teenager, 14 years old. I like to say I was initiated in iron, but that's only one part of the story. You know, I learned, I discovered my uh, barbell at 14 years old and I met my wife when I was 14 years old. Yeah. So uh, I was initiated into a new chapter in my life. Well, the same thing happened cyclically. And um, I was coming upon a milestone in my life. And uh, I don't want to say in retrospect, because I was led to the right places almost immediately to look, I realized that I was going into a grieving process. Mm. And what that, what that is, uh, is, is not nearly as important as how it's been uh, misunderstood in culture. In fact, all of, of, of what it is to be a man has been misunderstood in culture. And, uh, and this passage from hero into warrior, true, real warrior, mm-hmm. uh, is a step underground. And in, the, in, in media, they would say a midlife crisis, right? So okay. I'd be admitting to having a midlife crisis. But that, what that does is it, it diminishes the power of it and uh, throws it away. Uh, that, that's not what that's not how we grow and that's how we become the strongest version of ourselves we honor our seasons and so that's uh that's, what that's I a say very about that. powerful distinction that's a very powerful distinction so it's actually a huge opportunity to redefine yourself and uh dive mm-hmm. into who go you into your winter really go are. into your cold place go into your dark place like in the mm-hmm. winter mm-hmm. right because there are parts of you that Say, this is how a Jungian would look at it, or a Neo-Jungian would look at it, that God, the numinous, is undifferentiated archetypes that contain angels and demons. It's Mm -hmm. all of everything. God is everything. Mm -hmm. And we as human beings incarnate as egos. Mm -hmm. And the self, the God, the numinous, wants to possess us, wants to all the uh, possibilities of what God could experience, he wants to experience through us. And it is up to the ego to be strong enough to uh, relate to it in a way that uh, is respectful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you following me? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Don't right, stop so <laughs> when, when, when you relate, when you find that, it becomes a, becomes a crystallized ego. And then that ego goes about its life or, or its season, its cycle yeah. uh, in, in a particular configuration. And then it comes up a, to a season where that configuration is no longer resourceful. So the God energy that crystallized into your ego is no longer viable for the next season that you're going into. So there has to be a death and rebirth. There is a death and resurrection. Definitely. You know, it was, it, it was less conscious when I had a death and resurrection when I was 14 years old after getting in trouble, um, being arrested. And then all of a sudden finding the barbell and finding my girlfriend, <laughs> it was a death and resurrection. I, I was not the same person Yeah. shortly thereafter. And so, uh, coming to an ego construct that got me to be yo Elliot and to be what I was in the world at the time that I was, I was making all those videos, 
was appropriate. But then for me to really be my wholeness, to be my fullness, there, there were things underneath we call the shadow, aspects of ourselves that, we, that require a little bit of attention that need to be dealt with so that um, you know, the, the ego has to die. The, the, you, you go in and you, you work, you grieve. This is the grieving process. You understand your darkness you, and you come through with a new sort of humility, knowing mm. that, you know, as high as you can fly, I fly high. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, you burn the sun, you touch the heat. That's like coming close, too close to God. And there's God, God-like pretensions that associate with that. Phallic, they, they call it grandiosity, infantile grandiosity, where you think that you're, you know, king, <laughs> right? Which you are, but it has to be, it has to fit into an ego that is resourceful for your life as it's becoming. That's why I allowed myself to have that. You know what? The first thing that pops into my mind right now listening to you is my dad sharing a thought with me. I think it was about 10 years ago. Because my dad used to be like super aggressive with, um, not with, not with necessarily with people, but he was like very sliced. He would just slice your, your opinion or, um, you know, Mm -hmm. and something that he shared was like, look, this identity doesn't really suit me anymore. It did. Mm -hmm. It served me. But now it's time for something else. It's time for something else. Yes. Yes. And we're constantly doing that if we're aware, if we're awake. It's not an easy process, especially when there's a big shift being made at the 12 o'clock hour in our lives, like every 12 years. Uh, But it's it's what we're we're asked to do consistently all the time. This is what it is to be born again, but to be born again every single day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruce Lee said something along the lines of actual freedom is not being afraid to die. When you recognize that you are actually dying every single day, every uh, single right. day that's, that's true beauty. You're, you're really uh, stepping into that mm-hmm. of letting go of who you think you are. Mm-hmm. Right, so that we can capture the gold of our life. That's alchemy. What did we come here to discover? This is why we come into the third dimension. Mm-hmm. We're, we're infinite possibilities we're limitless but when we come into creation we come into the third dimension we come into physicality we're coming here to orchestrate an experience for our soul's growth so it it, it then gives us that objective perspective where when we find ourselves in deep pain or we find ourselves in elation that it's all a part of a previously orchestrated plan, if you will. Mm-hmm. I love the mm-hmm. turn that we, uh, that this conversation took. Yeah. So you said that you went through like a uh, grieving process. How was it for you? Like, um, how, how was the experience for you? Like when, when you said like, okay, so if I'm not Yo Elliot, who the hell am I? Right. That has been my, quintessential question this lifetime (laughs) who am i what am i (laughs) so i get to do a big turnaround with the slowdown you see if you got a real big ship that you got to turn around and i'm a big ship you got to slow that sucker way down and turn wide so a big part of uh where that ship is headed 
has a lot to do with fatherhood. I am a father of four children. I married my high school girlfriend. She's my wife. I'm the same woman. And uh, I'm a warrior father. See, I, I got to where I am being a warrior. So what that might look like in this next season for me is creating more warrior fathers, inspiring mm -hmm. more warrior fathers. It's, 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 not, it's not good enough to be a hero any longer, men. It's warrior father. That's what's next. Give us more details. Like for you, it's it's one hundred percent clear. It's crystal. It's crystal clear what it means to be a warrior father, right? But for mm -hmm. myself, who um, does not have kids, right, who will mm -hmm. go through a phase of transformation in at some point in my life, what does that mean? How do I recognize that it's time to become a warrior father? Well, do you have a girlfriend? I do. That's the first. That's the first indication. If you're with a woman. Mm -hmm. You are basically saying, I'm fit to be a warrior. Because the reason why a woman comes into your life and you got you come into her life is for protection. Mm -hmm. That's a big yeah. part of it. Women are biologically, physically weaker than men. And this is how they come to us. You know, they want us. They want our strength. They want our protection. And they want our provisions. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, when you're right now you're you're it you're there so those are two questions you could ask yourself you know how are you doing with protection and protecting is not just protecting her physical body you know okay you have a gun in the house or you have an alarm system but uh protecting her her mind and her soul and guiding guiding her this is the men's responsibility this is an old school idea it's an old school way uh but it's the right way. And so uh, whatever that looks like for you guys, you're the, le you're the leader in the home, mm -hmm. you know? And so there are certain things that you could do to, to make sure that that's the case. Like, you know, I advise guys not to move in with their woman, right? If that's not your, that's your, don't move in with a woman. She move in with you. Well, we both move in together. So we chose like a- Well, then you're definitely married. Time. Yeah. And so basically you're saying you're married, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Feels like it. Yeah. You're, you're Are you married? It's just your girlfriend, correct? She's my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're living together with someone like that, I, this is this is when you ask me, what do you need to do to be a warrior? This is one of the first places to begin, but because in traditional societies, the the society didn't let the boys start having sex with girls until he was shown to be fit as a man. So you, you, that's when they notice, like, oh shit, we need to take this boy off and initiate him because he's looking at women. Hey, sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll let you get back to it as soon as I ask you this question. Are you making five to seven grand in your business? And would you like to be making 10 grand or better yet, would you like me to personally show you how you can easily make 10 grand in your business without putting in more hours. Awesome. All you have to do is connect with me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook. You have links in the description because I'm giving away 10 free business breakthrough sessions to the first 10 entrepreneurs who take advantage of this offer and uh, contact me. So all you have to do is uh, follow me on Instagram or connect with me on Facebook and just send me a direct message with the text business breakthrough. And I'll show you exactly 
how you can scale to 10 grand a month without working more hours. So are you saying that it's not enough to learn how to wield a sword and cut bamboo to be a warrior? It's not, it's not the right preparation. It's not enough. No, <laughs> I'm just playing around. I'm just playing around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So what would be like, how would you recognize uh, somebody who does want to become a warrior in their heart? Right. What would be the first step for somebody who, for a man who's stepping into life and um, he's discovering, okay, this is what kind of what life is going to be about. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. be my, mm -hmm. my best self, my strongest self. What, mm -hmm. what does someone need to do? You need to look the three things that are associated with being a warrior father is that you are protecting, providing, mm -hmm. and procreating. That's really, mm -hmm. that's the next step, you know, and that's to take a woman. And if you take a woman, that means you must have a vision. Mm -hmm. If you're going to procreate, that means that you must, and that's what I'm talking about when I say a warrior, warrior father. Mm. You're asking about warrior. Well, then you need to work with the first two before you even get to a woman, which mm -hmm. is, can I protect myself? Yeah. Am I fit? You know, am I fit or am I fat? That's the very first place to go on the ground. It's like, am I, am I, can I protect myself? Am I physically fit? And uh, can I, and thereby protect others, right? I'm, I'm good that way. Uh, and that means also, like I said, mentally protect, you know, I know what is good. I don't know what is bad for mm -hmm. me. That's a lot. That's a lot easier when you know what you're devoted to. And then also provide. You know, how are you able to provide provisions? Because the reason why a woman is attracted to a man biologically is because she's hopeful to have offspring, mm -hmm. and so she wants to know that this this man uh, is not only sexually attractive to me, and you know, I'm willing to follow his lead, but do I want to have offspring with him you know so you gotta be able to provide gotta be able to demonstrate that you know otherwise what else are you doing otherwise it's just it's just narcissistic you know to be a warrior means to have something that you're devoted to someone that you're devoted to yeah and so it, yeah you could work on those two things and not have the woman mm. which is fine you know because you that, i would say that's a great thing to do build yourself up as if you're a young man uh, unlinked, and even if you you're, you're, you have a girlfriend, so you you also have to maintain yourself, uh, yeah. stay in good shape, be able to 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 be healthy, you know, and work. That's really it. Like be healthy and be able to provide provisions, meaning like have your shit together, have a job or be building a business or doing something mm -hmm. that uh, has promise, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I had Jason Capital on and um, we, we touched a bit on this uh, subject. In my case, at least, I was going after, you know, like in my 20s, I was going after the relationship and having the woman like a lot, a lot, like too much. Right. I was depending on that outcome. But the moment that I started looking inside and I started meditating and started spending time with myself and actually liking myself, you yeah. know, that stuff just just started flowing in my life, you know? You like, do it. Have to do... You build up your value. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way, bro. Awesome. Um, Elliot, what is, what is one question that people don't really ask you and you would like to be asked more? No, I don't have any of those. Have any of those, huh? 
No, I don't give a shit what people ask me. <laughs> I'm not asking you to ask me something. But, uh, yeah, I don't have an agenda right now. So like I'll take whatever like comes at me. Dude, what, what made you come back to YouTube? Uh, well, because you don't stay in winter forever. You mm. know, the tunnel has a, has a light at the end of it. Yeah. So what a lot of people like to do is like to wait till the full light is lit and they're out in the daylight to start taking action but it doesn't work that way yeah you see a little, you see a little crack you take it take a little advantage you, you experiment you try my videos are not what they were and they don't have the uh, views that they once had but it's not about that it's about me seeing the light and deciding okay what angle am i going to emerge with for the world so you know a lot of what i do right now is what i used to do work just show my workouts and answer some questions or talk about something, but uh, I have something much bigger emerging. Yeah, man, what, your vibe is totally different now from what it used to be. Like in, in, in the sense of people need to, to learn about these aspects as well. Just like the, the um, that's, that's my feeling, right? Just like you mentioned before, instead of calling it a mid, what's it called? A mid-age crisis, middle-life mm -hmm. crisis, right? Mm -hmm. understanding that it's part of it and it's actually a huge opportunity mm -hmm. super helpful for a lot a lot of people you know oh, so yeah. it's something that i'm super happy about um, definitely so i noticed that you're uh, doing yo elliot live now in london is mm -hmm. it coming up mm -hmm. in, in the near future november mm -hmm. november awesome that's is it your first time in uh, europe that you're no, uh, doing yo I've been about three other times Oh, awesome, awesome. I need to get my shit together, get my facts right. Where do you, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in Bucharest, Romania, Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. What do you see for the future? Are you like, do you have any plans for, you know, what's gonna happen with, um, with uh, what you're doing for the next year or are you just flowing with it and just enjoying every single moment? I'm going to be building an army of warrior fathers. That's what's in my heart today, anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like that. There will be some building going on. Do you feel like the world really needs that, that men need to get back in touch with their masculinity, with who they are? There's a lot that we're needing to get, that we're wanting to get in touch with, meaning it's coming. Men are, being, are getting in touch with it. And, uh, and I know I'm a part of that movement. I was a spark five years ago, and I'm taking a stand today. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's all emerging to me. It's all just showing itself to me. I'm allowing it, but I'm also seizing. Yeah. But um, it's the energy. It's what I feel that uh, is my guiding, my guiding force. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, before you started doing YouTube videos and answering people's questions, you were documenting yourself a lot, right? You were really reading um, a lot in terms of, um, from what I understood. Um, did the idea of answering people's questions, did, it, did you start like with um, uh, answering people's questions regarding fitness and then you moved on to uh, situations regarding your lives or did you just come naturally did, the, um, did they both come together no i answered fitness questions first mm -hmm. yeah i did that from 2007 to 2000 and like 
13 or 12, 12 or 13, before yeah. I created my Elliot Said channel where I was just answering any kind of questions. Any kind of questions. So, yeah, I decided to do that then. And so, yeah, that was the order. Do you combine the two now, like when you're teaching uh, fitness um, and... Uh, it is always, it's always one thing. It's always been about one thing. That's why I, and I said that over and over again. The body is the mind, four layers yeah. of strength. Things all put together. Uh, what I haven't been able to do is to deliver that idea viscerally to the people. It's, it's been an idea. And so, you know, uh, I'm happy that I made all those videos and they are what they are. And I'm happy that I was able to wake people up the way that I had to creating them, but at the same time, uh, I can't wait to take it to the next level. What does that look like, the next level? Well, I'm a coach. So that means coaching people. I don't coach people right now. I have a $1,000 lunch. You can, you can pay me and you can come and sit and have lunch with me. That's the only coaching I do. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a born coach. So, uh, when I was training athletes, it was I was training them to be football players or strongmen. Uh, when I was making all those YouTube videos, I was doing the same thing, but I was doing it through YouTube. And I was uh, teaching young men how to how to be and how to think, and it was just I offered a, a different perspective, maybe or just a different vibe for them. And so now, as is always the case, I get to bring my people, my fans, my followers, my believers, up to where I'm at in terms of my life at this moment. And like I said, I'm a father. So I'm going to be coaching fathers. Mm -hmm. Not just fathers, warrior fathers. This is what the world needs, not just warriors that are blood, blood hungry, that create nothing. We need strong families. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a big part of how to, mm -hmm. how to reconstruct the new world. Family is important. There's, there's a war against the family, and it began with getting the father out of the home. Father is not a is not a warrior father. He's a autonomon out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're waking up, and when the warrior fathers step up and band together, uh, we can we create any kind of civilization we want, any kind of world we want, or you know, see what journey God takes us. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. like sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good plan, definitely. So that's a very important distinction to make, right? The difference between being a bloodthirsty warrior just uh, set out to destroy. Hero. A lot of it is heroes out there. You know, they want the fancy car and uh, mm. and the, and the, the chicks with the silicone titties on the beach. So uh, <laughs> as warrior, I know about that. I was I wasn't that kind of warrior too long because I started a family. But uh, then the bloodthirsty are, you know, we're all kind of bloodthirsty. You know, that's that animal, that savageness where, like, mm -hmm. we're just tearing through everything recklessly to get where we want to get and go where we want to go. And uh, that creates casualties in our life, <laughs> and on our body, you know, to our both biceps. Yeah. So my Achilles tendon. So, uh, yeah, it's a little different than the savage. Yeah, but I think it's like a, it's a necessary stage that you have to go through. Otherwise, you will never appreciate 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it has to be a delineation also too. They call it the mm-hmm. red stage. You go from the white stage of innocence as a boy, white knight, to the red stage of a warrior, a raging, hormonal, aggressive lunatic. So I have no black. idea what that is about. Never you don't. You don't know what that's about. <laughs> being a being a a red warrior. No, I'm just I'm playing. I'm playing. I have this. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of boys don't. A lot of young men don't know what that is because they're trapped in the white knight stage. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, warrior is red hot burning. And there's a lot of real uh, pajama boys out there. It's probably, it, it may be a difference in culture because, for example, in my country, um, they're not, this, this case of young men staying there in that white stage is not very, very often, right? It's like the red stage is very, very promoted. Yeah, are you, where are you again? Where do you live? Eastern Europe, Romania. Which country? Romania. Romania. <laughs> yeah, you're more real men. You got more real men out there because in America and the West, they're, they're very feminized. We've become more feminized in the West. True, true. Good boys, they're good boys. And uh, it's matriarchal. And so, uh, yeah, where you're from, there's more masculine energy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, we're more alphas. Mm-hmm. If I went to your country, to be more alphas than they are if you came hung out with me here. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no offense No offense to uh, U.S. men who are listening in. Well, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is, yeah. But I think it's a good thing because, you know, it's like when you're missing something, when you don't have that thing, you really value something that you do. So I think, like, masculinity in the West will, be, will become super, super important in the near future. Yeah we're, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And there, there's a lot of wisdom in, in feminine energy, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to go there. That's a part of what the grieving process was and yeah. is in our transition phase. We go down, we go in. We, that's, a, that's very feminine. That's very yielding. That's very humbling. You know, and we get to access part of ourselves and see what's in there. Yeah. But that you can't stay there. That's... Yeah. Uh, there's there's a season there's a season for that and then there's a season for rising right resurrection yeah yeah i love that i love that um elliot thank you so much for taking the time to uh do this interview i appreciate it oh my pleasure very much yeah i enjoyed myself yeah so guys if you haven't um gotten a chance to see elliot's uh one million subscribers video yeah. It's not that it's not because of the one million subscribers milestone, you know. There was, I don't know, to me personally, that that video meant so much. It had so much emotion <laughs> inside of it. And so yeah, I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I value emotion a lot. You know, like, mm-hmm. And guys, definitely go ahead and check it out. Definitely um, connect with uh, Elliot and join one of his uh, strength camps. And uh, yo, Elliot live Elliot, if you have one thing to share with everybody listening in right now what would that one thing be oh just love yourself unconditionally don't judge yourself how do we how how do they do that how does everybody do that to love yourself love yourself meaning don't have any judgments about who you are see yourself objectively see yourself as beauty and as beast because we all are both 
Well, don't have any judgments. Otherwise, we're playing God. You got to remember God's playing through you. And so any judgments that we have are purely from the ego. And the ego is sometimes confused. It's stuck. So when you can love yourself that way, you let go. And you're spontaneous. And you're your truth. And you're being exactly who you're here to be. Own it and love it. I love it. Thank you so much, guys. Go ahead and connect with Elliot. And Elliot, have a beautiful, beautiful day and uh, awesome day for everybody listening. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening in. Be sure to share this episode with a friend. And if you're ready to scale your business from 5 or 7K uh, a month to 10K a month, go ahead and connect with me on social media on Facebook or Instagram. The links are in the description. And uh, send me a direct message with the text business breakthrough. I am giving away 10 business breakthrough sessions to the first entrepreneurs who get in touch with me and ask for these uh, coaching sessions. So go ahead and connect with me and send me a DM. I'll see what I can do to level up your business so that you reach 10K without having to work more hours.